0: Before I turn you over to the podcast, I just want to remind you that this podcast is made possible because of game art. Institute. So if you're interested in a career in game arts, either in character arts or environment or one of the other directions that we're moving into in game design, for example, AR, VR, then head over to GameArtInstitute.com. The specialty, the thing that we really focus on there and that's really important is that we pick up where almost all traditional schooling fails. We pick up where it really matters when you're trying to get that job right now you may have gone to school you may know somebody who's gone to school and they've spent a hundred thousand dollars and they have been woefully unprepared to get that job in the industry because this industry doesn't care if you went to harvard they don't care if you know jimmy jack sally sue they care about your work and that means that you've got to be in a place in a state in a way where you are focused on producing the highest quality work that you can possibly produce. That's what we do at the boot camp. You come in, we get focused, and we produce results. So head over to gameartinstitute.com. You can head over to the um, student work or the alumni page where you can see what our students are doing. That'll give you an idea of what people are producing. And if you're interested, make sure that you apply today so we can get into the uh, phone call with you. And we are looking for students and uh, we have spots to fill. So make sure you give us a call and i look forward to chatting with you then all right now back to the programming all right okay welcome guys thank you so much for joining me here i have Vinicus cortez with me and um vinicius thanks man
1: thank you so it's very nice tell me, to be here.
0: yeah tell me a little what do you do now you know cuz i think um you, you're young you're just getting in this so why don't you just introduce yourself tell us about yourself
1: so my name is vinicius vinicius cortez yeah and i work as a 3d artist for about two or three years Everything that I learned was from most of the internet, watching video, tutorials, and I and I, study, I studied, I graphic design uh, here in Brazil. Yeah. But I really like it to, I really like to work with 3D.
0: Okay, well you know actually, yeah. Let me interrupt you there if you if you don't mind. So you've been in the industry or you've been working two three years. Um, you're young though. True. Yeah. You got started super early.
1: Thank you. Yeah. yeah.
0: Uh, <laughs> uh, did you did you do this like right out of high school or something like that?
1: No, no. I, I just to be honest was mostly in the Internet. OK, Internet tutorials. Great. Oh, yeah. That's
0: where you learned. Yeah. Yeah. Great. OK, so um, you started graphic design. Now you do 3D. Uh, tell me about uh, you're still in Brazil. Yeah. Tell me Paolo, about São Paulo. Tell me about the industry there. What's it like? Because I know I've several amazing Z brushers have come out of Brazil and they're all in Hollywood now. But um what's yeah. it like in Sao Paulo now?
1: To be honest, um I don't know. <laughs> I don't know because here in Sao Paulo I, I never worked you know, in at industry in Sao Paulo. Mm-hmm. I, I'm just working as freelancer in the moment.
0: Oh, got it. Yeah. So you're not even working. You you're working freelance for projects outside of Brazil. Then I take it.
1: Yeah, mostly much, uh, much outside.
0: Okay, that's even that's even more important for me in the audience because um you're you're young um you're working freelance and and making this happen. So tell me about the type of work that you do.
1: Uh, te- texturing materials, 3D art in general. Okay. My well, most PBR PBR material. Great. Um, what kind of clients
0: do you have? You can talk about that. Are they game uh, companies, I, advertising studios?
1: Are they artists or? I I I worked for Techsers.com. Yeah, got it. I I have done some substance for for them. Awesome. Also, also for others gaming gaming not very famous gaming indie more indies. Got it. All right, so it sounds
0: to me like substance is a big part of that.
1: Yeah, most part. Really? Oh.
0: Is it substance designer, substance painter?
1: Substance designer, material creation.
0: What is your deliverable? Do you just deliver a substance file or something else?
1: Substance procedural file and export the images, it maps. Sweet.
0: All right. And then to generate these files, are you doing everything inside a substance or are you pulling photos, extracting information or mega scans or anything like that? Or are you just build from scratch?
1: He, most, more, most of my work is from scratch, but you can use images inside substance design to create materials. But I like to most to make from scratch. Okay. Got so it. 100% substance.
0: Okay. All right. So then for those who are here watching, this is going to be, we're going to talk substance. And uh, and it's not uh, vinicus; it's vin- Vinicius. 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 Okay, I'll get it. I'll get it. <laughs> <laughs> my my English American tongue is... Uh, uh, not flexible uh so we're gonna talk and look at the uh, a demonstration of that and um if you guys have questions uh go ahead and ask them in the question and i will feed those questions through um but what's the first thing that you want to present to us if you're you know and, and for me you're, you're talking to an audience of mm-hmm. um game artists and substance is one of the things that you know for for me i've told everybody you know if they want to get to that next level they want to help kind Of people become aware of them, don't focus on ZBrush, focus on substance designer, substance painter. Um, so, mm-hmm. uh, from your perspective, like, what are your clients looking for? What is something that you know they need to focus on?
1: Uh, so I will start here a new subset.
0: Yeah,
1: I, will, I want to know what your students want to learn, right? Yeah. Or if it's if it is a rock material or or another thing, something like Let's a ask. brick.
0: Yeah. What do you guys want to learn? Take a poll real quick. Get your fingers typing. Those of you who are here live with me. I know there's a few of you that's got projects going on there. Is it brick? Is it plaster? Is it rock? What is it? Joseph's got it first.
1: Bark. Tree bark. Tree bark? Yeah. You down for that? Okay, no problem. (laughs) (laughs) I I already have a tree bark match. I will show you about it. Okay.
0: I know, right? Joseph, he says, yeah, no problem. And Joseph's over (laughs) there like, I can't get this to work. (laughs) <laughs> uh up a little bit i just uh don't listen to me that's my advice okay. to everybody who works for me too don't listen to me joseph saying he took a mega scan zbrush file and took a section tiled it then took the height and normals into designer and made other maps you can see the comments on the side too if you open up the the viewport we don't see it it doesn't okay I take a look.
1: but you can see that I'm trying here to resize the resize the window. Resize the window. Okay.
0: Just so you know it doesn't show in the recording. So go to meeting pulls it out. Okay. So the students aren't they see what's beneath behind it. Uh and then you should be able to I think there's well it depends. Are you in the web? No, you're not in the web. Good. Okay.
1: I open in here the tree bark material. Okay. What the
0: Man, I always love looking when people open up substance files, cause it's always like
1: big. <laughs> yeah,
0: it's always it's always impressive, right? Cause you're always you're just like, <laughs> okay, that's uh, that looks like that thing's intelligent. All right, there you go, Joseph. Is this realistic enough? Does this work for you? Something like this?
1: <laughs>
0: sure, he says. <laughs> All right, so um, this might be a good thing to unpack. I imagine this is absolutely not something you recreate from scratch in front of. um, About how long does it take to make something like this?
1: Uh, I can tell this one was about four or five hours. Five hours? Yeah, five hours. Wow, that's pretty solid. I think the main secret of substance designer is making a lot, a lot of noises and merging them. Okay.
0: So, what do you start with? Because, I, I mean, I think with this, we may get really crazy confused if we're not too careful. Sorry. Quarter mm-hmm. to repeat, Quarter repeat, please. What do you start with? How does this start?
1: Mm, just this noise. This and where do you noise. make that noise? This is the grunge map, 005. You can press space. If you type, yeah. Grange. there will be a lot of grunge. Yeah. And this one is the 05. Okay. After this, I just give it a blur. I connected this two mm-hmm. to another then came from from this to this to give me a more a more non more non strange look another okay a better height. then I just make a gradient which this has push gradient linear. If connected here, you will get this strange pattern how much like a wood. Then I give another blur and I have done a blend, which multiply with a very low number. Sometimes in designer, you, you need to give low numbers to things that will look better. To give Selfie. not just one, but low numbers, more low. Yeah. And here, another gradient noise is some random, random crystal noise. Okay. Warped a little, then a gradient. This is the deletion node. It's a custom node that you can find in Substance Share. I, I use this one a lot. I think this one, if the Substance Designer got this node officially, will be very nice.
0: So those two noises are being blended?
1: Yeah. Can I see? This, this noise, yeah. This noise, and this one blended with max lighting mode
0: max lighting can I see the one can I see it where it's blended and not blended so yeah that's
1: an example here can I see this window through the view yeah for example if I take this up I think we we'll probably will see the difference
0: hmm okay so it's for max yeah, I lighting mode
1: yeah I didn't change much this one
0: okay because it's very early in the pipeline
1: yeah Delayed again let me see if I can show better what direction does. This is just a normal map. If a thing that I use a lot is use a normal map to see what I'm doing. Okay. It's better to see. Normal map at 10 of intensity. Okay. I will duplicate duration just so you can see the difference of what duration can do.
0: Hmm, that's subtle.
1: Yeah. So when I increase it, oh, nice. Just give a more I think just give a more realistic look sometimes for rocks or tree bike materials. This is a good node that you can find in seven share. Okay. All
0: right. I tell you what, um are you um can we create this from scratch a little bit? Not the whole thing, but do you mind doing this from scratch for Joseph?
1: Yeah, no problem.
0: Yeah, because I think this might be a little. There might be too much here for us to unpack. Okay. Um, but we could probably create a basic version.
1: Yeah, no problem. We'll be different. We will create another here. First, we need to create here the output for ambient occlusion that will not come with okay. this template. It's just a output node, and we set here the usage to Ambient Cruiser. Here on the roughness, I will add a uniform color just to make it look less shiny here on the, on the shape here. Okay. And now I can control here. So I will start with a grand map. <clears throat> it's not a zero tree, it's zero five. Now I will use a non-uniform blur. This is also, also a node that I use a lot. We just set the samples to max, Blur is true. And we connect this other to blur map too. The uniform blur works in a way of when you connect something to the blur map, where is more right will be more blurred. Now let's let's create a normal to see what we are doing. I don't know if you guys can see, but this is already something that already can be a bark material. Okay. It has the the forms of a bark. Now we create a slope blur. And we connect both here. Now we have a better looking better shapes
0: now I've heard um many artists say that one of the first kind of goals they have is um to work on the height, so is that kind of what your focus yeah. is here by um um using the normal map is you're just trying to get the
1: uh the height it's better kind of to, established. yeah it's better to see what the height is okay because sorry because if if you look here uh, sometimes you can not see uh all of the details of the of the hard map?
0: Okay, and who's um who's following along here, by the way, guys? Who's got their substance open? Is following along? Let me know in the chat. Um, so I want to unpack something real quick. So I you have the Grunch map 05. You've got a non-uniform yeah. blur on. What's the settings of your non-uniform blur? The
1: settings is always samples to the max and blades to the max and the intensity. It can be 3.5. A really nice thing here with Substance Designer is that you can, as it is non destructible, you can change this every time. Okay, so you've got your intensity fine. Okay,
0: got it. And then your slope blur, what were the settings on that
1: one? For the slope samples to 32, intensity 0.3, 0.3. and
0: mode, mode to blur. And mode to blur,
1: got it. Yeah,
0: by default set there. All right, so that pipes in and that creates a pretty decent foundation. for you. Yeah. Now, now, as you go through this process of creating, um, you know, these things, like you know, one of the things I'd really start to love to know is like, what what is your thinking process for for changing things up?
1: I What's th- the next I thing you th- add? I think you just you. To be honest, here I have the bark. Uh, I I'm creating a back from from my mind. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I think you need to look to a reference always. Yeah. Then then if you look the reference you will probably know what you need to do. If you if you know the uh, what the nodes of substance can do. I think you everybody needs to try different nodes to mm-hmm. see what they can do. Here, for example, I will just try the curve node to see if, it, if I can get a better result. Here, for example, if you use curve nodes, you can make your shape look even better or in, or in some specific way then i can create a blend and if i want to merge these two i can just i can't just merge them now because if i do they are uh, they are almost in the same position so i need to make the other to be change offset of the the other one so i create a safe safe transform always grayscale because we are not working working with colors then if I go to offset I can tweak the offset. Now I can merge with the the other. And if you see which normal map you can see the difference. Mm. Now I have more small shapes. Right. Because if uh, because on the anatomy of the textures we need like small, medium and big shapes. That that's something that that's something that I learned with Josh did hmm on a mentorship that I I have done with awesome yeah Josh is awesome
0: so you're getting your different scale of details and what was that node called that was a uh, the the safe transform
1: yeah safe transform safe transform just to make the offset to change the position of the uh, the hash map with the offset okay. If I double-click normal normal map and just give one click to the transform, I can uh, change the pattern, the parameters of the safe transform and see what's happening with normal. This way I can can choose what I like more.
0: Got it. That was a little trick to adjust one. Okay, so in your curve, real quick, if you don't mind heading back to your curve, what did you set up in your curve? it was yes that's essentially just a contrast. Random,
1: yeah just a random random points
0: yeah but it, looking,
1: looking which normal okay got it
0: but you're kind of taking from the high-end way that curve is set it just gonna take the high-end info sort of
1: I think what you do which curve most what you are see and what you like if you like the shape that we that we will, will be enough And always max lighting to make the in, in blend to make the blend in max lighting. I always use max lighting on blend to make the every blend of heart maps. Okay, so you can also use
0: Here we go. are uh, blending. Max light mm-hmm. blending
1: mode. Max lighting to blend hard maps to hard maps together.
0: Mm-hmm. And you, can, you rotate can with that safe transform too.
1: Yeah, you can rotate but but not same one hundred percent free.
0: Yeah it does it locks it.
1: Yeah you can make it make it horizontal. Got it. But not very very free. You can also tile it if you want more small shapes you can tile.
0: Uh within the um within the safe, safe transform. transform.
1: Yeah I can tile the, the height map. That's interesting. So now,
0: um, could you technically create two safe transforms? You could create a couple of safe transforms, I imagine.
1: Yeah, I And then
0: blend those into each other as well, so that those become one. And blend mode, you said, is always max lighten. Okay.
1: Also, you can use mean darken if you want to make something like more light. A type of subtract from the other shape. This is good for brick brick materials. Mm-hmm. You can see the difference.
0: You've increased the intensity of your normal um, node, correct? Or yeah, would you ten. increase it to ten? Ten. Do you have to manually type that in?
1: Yeah, manually type
0: ten. Because mine only goes to three. There you go. Now you set it to ten. You just manually type it.
1: Yeah, you can you can always break the numbers. Okay, great. Okay. So,
0: all right, now we're looking at this. Let's say at this point, like, we've gotten pretty far, and I think it's cool in the normal map, but uh, at a certain point, isn't it kind of hard to know what this looks like? How do I start to preview this? What are the techniques, or when do you start to preview this?
1: Okay. I will take this normal. Mm -hmm. Just connect it to the normal output, and you will start to see. Control-Shift. You can uh, control-Shift, right mouse button. You can change the lighting.
0: Control Shift Right Mouse Button.
1: On the 3D view, you can. There you go. It's like a, the
0: yeah. So Control Shift is just going to move that lighting around. Okay, great. All right. So obviously not looking like wood yet. Yeah. But we're getting there.
1: But but we'll look. We'll look. <laughs> All right. Cool.
0: All right. Now in in this case, uh, if I'm doing this and I'm just doing it from scratch, mine has a lot of reflectivity in it. How'd you turn your reflectivity off?
1: Roughness. You just rough. just go to the roughness output that I use it a uniform color. Yeah. Then with the gray scale of the uniform, black is more shine and white right, right is more, uh, more rough. I think yep. when creating more shiny is better to see the shapes. Just
0: a little bit of shine
1: then. Yeah.
0: Now... I'd say right there we have a nice. I don't know about how you guys feel, so I really'd love to know, uh, Mustafa, Thiago, um, you know, how you guys are feeling, Laura, about that. As like just, if we're talking about just a moment in time where you're trying to figure out, you know, a a way to get something so that you can preview the shapes, I think we have a nice little compact moment um, right there. Do you guys kind of agree so far? Is anybody. And uh, trust me, if you're lost, I get it. But do you agree that we've kind of got a nice little moment where it's like we, we added some complexity, we added some nodes, and we previewed it, and now we're actually looking at just shapes. So this is like a lockdown moment. Um, and then now the next question um, that I would have for, uh, for Vinicius is, is whether or not, you know, or is basically what does he do now, right? So does he go and create more nodes? Does he go to reference? Um, how does he start to judge his success uh, on this? Um, so that's really my question for you now, my friend. Is do you do you go to reference now? How do you judge if you're successful? And and at what point, do you do that? If not,
1: I will find a reference. Look for a reference.
0: So you will then, yeah.
1: Yeah. Okay. I'm just trying to. You're looking right now. Yeah. I will also need the reference to sample the colors of the material okay so we're gonna gather
0: reference and uh, we're gonna look the next question I'll have for you is what do you look for or look at in your reference like what are the things you're looking to so we'll wait until you get some reference to do that Um, in the meantime who's following along give me a quick yes no guys Gabriels Joseph is if you're not that's fine. I just wanted to get a sense Mustafa. Okay, so if you get lost guys just shout it out, right because I'm, I'm literally following along as well um, But the goal here today Vinicius has been very uh, generous with his time and in in, um, in sharing his knowledge, so I want to uh, make sure that you guys have a crystal like you have a clear sense of how to Proceed to building because the key thing about substance in my perspective is it all comes down to your construction process and, um, you know, just like any, I mean, construction is all about taking complexity and simplifying it, so.
1: Yeah, if you have a great look for art art too, you can see, uh, like, the composition and anatomy of the text is mm. very important. Like, co- colors, things like that, like that.
0: All right, so were you able to find some decent reference?
1: Yeah, I found the reference. Now I, I will change the, the share screen okay. so I can show it in Photoshop. Cool. Can you see it in the front yeah,
0: shot window? I see it, yeah. So what are you looking for when you look at this? What you know, I'll put it this way. So if if I was teaching character sculpting, I'd be and this is anatomy, you know, I would be talking about, you know, the big shapes of the arm as a cylinder, and then you look for the separation of the deltoid, so there's the boundaries of the deltoid. When I'm looking at this, how do I have an anatomical conversation? Because I know there's an anatomy of this texture. Um, yeah. How, but what is the things that a layman can look at that helps? What are some words or concepts that help us turn this image into anatomical understanding?
1: Does that make sense? Yeah, it makes sense. I will, I will use the brush here to sure. show. Awesome. Also, I like to choose a specific part of mm-hmm. the texture to focus. Okay. And here, we can see that the grange map that we used, also that uh, I discovered before, it's the same drawing of this, this random drawing. If we see here on our grange map, Mm -hmm. we have almost these lines here in black. And with uniform blur, we just made it the right parts of this pop-up the right right part, parts of the, uh, the branch map jumping yep. out a little. And here we have the small shapes, medium shape, big mm-hmm. shapes. And this is what we are doing here with the blend. Okay. The
0: blend and the safe transform, all of that creates those smaller pieces.
1: Smaller pieces, yeah. Okay.
0: Got it. So the first thing you do is you look for the shapes and I always look for the shapes okay and then those shapes are things like there's the line that go through it and the and the clumping you can almost say the word clumping how the shapes are clumped so they're clumped in long pieces and in shorter segments
1: yeah also trying to see the trying to see the height a great thing to see the height is you can make nothing just like this If we turn this black and white, right, will be better to, if you can to see mm. the the height difference. Yep. We can see that we have very very deep very deep holes here mm-hmm. in the lines, and we not we not have this yet here. To make it, we can also use the curve node.
0: Okay, so this will be contrast, it'll separate the dark, and it'll basically um, allow us to get more to black, white, and um, harder contrast between the values.
1: Yeah, so we can make the holes, the deep holes of the, the bar. Okay.
0: Ah, the deep crevasse. Yes,
1: okay. If we look the difference between these two, we can see that we, we already have the deep parts. <laughs> Let's try to blend it. But this time we are not using max lighting or mean darkening. We will use multiply. That will take the the same as Photoshop. We will take the more dark parts and multiply on top of the the background. Now, if we create a normal, to see. Also using it with a strong intensity, okay. we can see now that we we have the holes. Also, let's hold shift, click here, and drag to here to update our 3D view. But we we can't see it as a whole. That's why because we need to create the ambient occlusion node. And let's connect it to the ambient occlusion. But we need to drag the ambient occlusion, ambient occlusion to the 3D view, holding the right mouse button. Drag, drop, and set, set it to ambient occlusion. Can you hear me?
0: Yep. OK.
1: I'm just taking a look at the chat. Also here, we can try blurring the image to see better, to focus better on the shapes. Mm -hmm. Now, with the blurred image, we can see what we are missing here. Let's create another safe transform, and change the position, which offset. This time, let's try to use the Height blend instead of the blend, which makes lighter. But for this, first I need to make one of these two more darker, so it can be more more lower on the height. For this, we will use histogram, histogram range. In this way, we can control the grayscale. Also now I will increase the resolution of the material. I can click two times here on the uh, on the grid, the graph view, and in output size I will increase it.
0: Mm, nice. Which node was that again?
1: For this we
0: will not for. That for, uh, you increase the tile, the output size.
1: The output size was just clicking outside here, ah, graph, click two times, mm-hmm. or click here on our explorer. Here on the name of our material. We click here and we change here. We need to be careful to not change on a specific node here. We need to change the entire material. What'd you end up changing it to? True. True on the height and width. Output size. Now we are working with 248 by 248 images. But also that will be. Will be heavier to tweak the parameters. I will just save the material here. Strange, my 3D view just disappeared. We're closing, open again. Okay, fair enough.
0: And then I want to unpack a little bit because I think we went through quite a bit of stuff right there, and so I want to make sure those who are following along have a clear sense of it. And that might be a nice place for us to wrap too, because I don't—I want could take up um, your entire day with this stuff because this is so incredibly important. Okay. Um, but I think uh, we should probably um, pull, like, just unpack a little of what we did, and then probably call it a day there. Okay. All right. So, um uh where were we? okay, good, all right, so we were last at the moment of uh the safe transform, and then, after you went into the safe transform, you created a node and ambient occlusion and um um got some more movement happening in there, so I'd like to unpack that a little bit more uh if you can okay. show us that and let's look at the settings real quick uh and um and then I think the last thing I'd like to know is like what what is a what's the next path for you? So, so right now um, we were at safe transform, and then what did you add to that? Because now you've added a, a couple of them to that. So you added a curvature for the that was eventually going to go to the ambient occlusion.
1: Okay, here I just added the safe transform to make the offset the position mm-hmm. different of this other to make the blend. Okay. Because if I can, I just can't blend the same the same position of the two height maps. Mm-hmm. So I, I need to change the offsets. And for the height blend, I need to make one of them with a different height, different rescale yes. uh, color. Yeah. As this one is more darker, will be more lower on the height map. So I will connect connect this one to the bottom. Okay. And this one to the top.
0: Okay.
1: Now let's hold shift. Click this one to bring for our output of the hatch blend to update here. Okay. On the Tree View. Now we can control, control how we want.
0: With the height offset. Yeah. Okay, I got that. Now but I, th- what-
1: I think yeah. I think it's not very good to, to use the contrast. Okay. Because I've learned from from some somebody, and you know, I don't remember from, from the algorithm, that if we increase from the 90, uh, can cause some problems, so we need to, to leave this as as at least 9, we, we can't be more, we can't be like 10. Okay.
0: Now, one of the last things I think to really help sell this piece is how are you going to create the angular edges? Because right now it's all soft and
1: round, right? Yeah. Let me see here. Let's create here a auto-levels node. Bring this with shift. Now our height is more defined. Auto levels. Okay. Just looking a bit on the reference. Mm -hmm. Let's start to warp this. When we have these two colors on the inputs, means that we can connect a color and a grayscale. For the intensity input I will use gaussian noise. it will warp our height information based on our on our nose noise. This is very strong. Now let's create another safe transfer. change the offset. Create a blend.
0: Is there something that determines whether one's on top and one's on bottom?
1: Yeah. For this case, I want this one on top to subtract information for the other on the bottom. But I will not be using subtract. We can see how this looks. Mm -hmm. It could look good, but I think it will be better if we use mean darken. Got it. With this, we have more angular shapes. Let's create another safe transform. And give it a true on Tiling.
0: This is very, very fascinating, because um, before you did that, I was actually, I thought we had enough density, enough scale. I thought our scale was accurate. But now that you've done that... I can see our the scale. I was I I wasn't noticing the smaller pieces. Yeah. And do I
1: need someone smaller?
0: Yeah. Do you have any advice? Like, cause I'm I imagine in your own learning process, it took you a while to really see the true scale, you know, and how yeah. small things are.
1: I think I really think this is with time you will get this view, mm-hmm. this different way of seeing mm-hmm. everything. This case with with time sterling. I I really don't know what to say more about. it. Now I will use the custom node I was talking about. That dilation. is the filter dilation or erosion.
0: Hmm. This is what's going to give you some of your um cleaner edges.
1: Yeah, I just drag it here, open, and drag it again. If we just add it here, you see the difference. If you you use it very strong, it can cause some artifact mm-hmm. of squares. but anyway, if you you leave this way, you can clean that after
0: this is interesting. We used to do this inside a ZBrush. you just inflate everything and then you can squash it down. yeah, son of a, I love this. it's like I, um, so many of the process. yeah I,
1: I, you have to... I use this, I use this node every time I think everybody should use this node. Sorry, what you you were saying.
0: Oh, nope, all good. I actually forgot.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah, God, you have a lot of that small deal.
1: Yeah. Now we have the the details that we want. Okay. If we see the difference of before the difference. Totally.
0: Yeah. I mean it all comes right there. This is one of the things that's really hard is under if you don't understand process, then you know you're you have to trust your process so much. You've done this so many times. Yeah. That I think, is also the hard part for a teacher is to figure out how to present this so that they learn to trust the process
1: yeah it's really hard, yeah, because anyway i before this node was was more to make everything before this delayed node, and I think uh, i think algorithm will add something like this in the future
0: in the meantime we can just google it and find it,
1: yeah, on substance share mm, no oh, good substance share great. Here, here's the name.
0: Dilation of erosion.
1: Yeah. Got it. All right. So. I need this iteration name. Don't need to Okay. This.
0: Great. So this is. Um, so let's do this, guys. Let's, uh, let's get some questions in if you've got questions about this. If you've been following along like I have and then you got lost like I did. <laughs> then I'll have the recording <laughs> up for you ASAP uh, because I'm going to be doing the recording. I'm going to do this as soon as I get off um, this. It just takes a little bit for the system to transcode it um now what would be one thing you would do from this point don't do it just what would be one thing that you would do for this now before you would consider the height kind of done
1: sorry i didn't understand
0: so we're almost done with the height of this right like we've we haven't done color we've just done the height to get the parts in the segment what what is one so, thing that it, that you would do to finish this off?
1: So you want me to show the call or no no
0: no 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 well, let's not go in there that'd be like another hour I'd I'd love to see that but that um I think this is more than an, just like what you've unpacked enough for us it's a lot of information to to process
1: okay yeah do you guys agree? But if you want I can give a a fast tip about the caller.
0: Oh well, yeah good I mean I'd like mm-hmm. I I want one thing for us to understand like what how can we make this better so yeah if you got like a fast tip that'd be great.
1: Just the gradient. Yeah. Also a software that I use to see the reference is this one. Pull. I will type here in the chat. Mm-hmm. It's a very awesome software. I just need to,
0: what is it called again, sir?
1: I just, just need to drag. It's pull pull ref. Pull ref. Oh
0: yeah. Love that.
1: Just name. Then I can just with uh, right mouse button, choose where I want the window to be, and I can choose the mode to be always on top. So I, if I click here on substance, we will never close or click anything. The window will never close. I can always be be seeing the reference. Got it. Also, I can with the gradient map, I can use a reserving range to just to make the information more, more subtle for the color. I drag it to the gradient. I click on the gradient editor, pick gradient, and I can pick the colors from from the window of photograph. Can drag, and take the colors I want. Also, I can take some brush and just do a blend without any blend mode. You just copy, okay. just blend two. We drag again, pick the colors. And we will have this strange, very noisy information. Mm-hmm. But just with vector vec vector war, we take this info, put okay. on the top, and on vector map always, uh, most of the time on vector map, I consider it as a normal map input. If we take our our less normal map, okay, it will make it adapt our color map adapt better, with are your normal map, that is almost your, your shape and height info. Mm-hmm. This is very strange, but I don't know if we, you want to show more of color.
0: Let's see it applied. Sorry, what? Let's see it applied.
1: Okay. Before applying, let's use something that that's very important.
0: That was pretty cool little trick to just grab that gradient.
1: Yeah. Let's use the PBR albedo safe color. Okay. Because in p. b. r some colors are can be not correct, like fully black on color is, is not right, so this node will adjust for you if you see the very darken areas, the nodes softened yeah got it show better because the the information before was not right for p. b r. rendering nice it's it's strange, but we can see that, that it's that is getting there yeah.
0: Pretty cool. How would you go about kind of smoothing out all the noise? Real pixelated. Them. Yeah. It's noise.
1: Very strange. Let me see here. Mm-hmm. If, a thing that we can use is duplicate this vector warp, yeah. create a right noise. It's just a simple noise mm-hmm. and we give a normal map to it and we have now a noise. Okay. We can't forget to connect this one. The less on the top. Yeah. And for the vector, as I said, the, that I I think this vector map. I I don't I don't really sure about it, but I think it's almost like normal map. Okay. It works very well with normal map. We connect it, and we have the colors that we choose, but in our noise version. Oh, okay. We can leave this way, and we take a blend. Damn. This on top this on the bottom we don't need to use a blend mode because we will blend our colors and we'll make our colors sometimes incorrect mm-hmm. like use self-check so we leave it as and here got it and we can make it more or strange noise mm-hmm. more soft
0: yeah and there's still detail in the color map there's still like little bits of still yeah it's not, it's not like pure just
1: green it's not like pure noise yep. like before is one. Great. You can leave it this way. But here we need to make an adjustment. Okay. Like we, for colors here in Substance Designer, we are also doing as layers. Okay. First, instead of everything that's green that, that is on top, we need to think about the color of the bark material that is above of the layer. Yeah. So I will make, you know, will take your uh, our gradient that she already have and just taking take your bark that we have here that is most right color can zoom hold shift to bring this and here we have our color of uh, of our reference for the bark mm-hmm. After that, to make the other details, like the parts that are green, have the the beach of moss, we will will need to make after finishing our heart. Our heart map needs to be less less flat. Got
0: it. All right. You know what I love about substance people? You know, you ask them, like, uh, you know, yeah, yeah, I'll show you this quick little thing. And then there's, like, 10 nodes that all unpack, and... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> this this whole okay. cover, and you just do this and you do that and it's like the whole world expands so awesome thank you so much for doing this and for walking us through and for taking the time um, to show your knowledge and your experience so where can people find you if they want to know more about what you do do you have an art station that you so, can uh, throw up yeah,
1: on the course yeah I have my art station page here okay great I have
0: all right and right now you do freelance work and uh um,
1: yeah,
0: materials and you know this is just what you do for a living
1: yeah basically this is what i'm doing now for also i i am looking for work cool
0: that's awesome all right venetius thank you so much for uh for all of this and uh thank you guys for joining and uh make sure you head over to art station and give him a follow so you can stay up to date on all of that and i'll get the recording up for you guys uh as soon as possible
1: Thank you. I'm very happy that I was able to do do this interview here. I I wish my English was better so I could show more things on a more fluent way.
0: Mm, No, you did fantastic. And your English is much better than my Portuguese, so
1: it's it's a good (laughs) (laughs) trade-off.
0: Your English was great. I don't even know if I could say hello in Portuguese. Hello. Hello is hola. Well, well, there you go. It's Spanish. I know some Spanish. My
1: grandfather's from uh, from... It's almost Spanish.
0: All right. Well, take care of yourself. Thank you so much um, for for showing this and for being part here. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Take care, guys. Bye. All right. Thank you so much for taking the time out to listen to this. And I want to ask just two things of you. Number one, make sure to leave a comment or rank this wherever you are listening to it on Apple, uh, Stitcher, Spotify, it really makes a difference in helping us get the word out about this industry and about what we do. Number two, make sure you visit vertexschool.com to learn more about what programs we offer in this area as a creative and for artists who are looking to jumpstart their career and discover a new industry. Again, thank you so much for listening. We're accepting applications right now. So I look forward to hearing from you soon.